everybody. Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at Sports. Instagram is also at Sports. TikTok, YouTube, Immaculate Sports. It's episode 156. Some amazing college games this weekend to kick off week one. And uh, we'll definitely be talking a little bit about that. But the main purpose of this show, it's the full in-depth NFL season preview. Yeah. And I'm hyped. Yeah, it's uh, this is one of our favorite episodes every single year. It's the third time that we've done one of these because episode 001 was the week one, right after week one. So uh, we didn't get to do a preview there. Uh, but our fourth NFL season with the Immaculate Sports, which yeah. is pretty kind of crazy to think about. We got year five next year. That's obviously quite a ways away. Before we get into it, though, uh, you got the opener, as we always do. Probably the only thing baseball that we'll talk about, except for maybe our previous bets. And I want to talk about the NL wild card race, because as good as NFL season is going to be, the NL wild card race is going to be just as good in September watching this down the stretch, because we've got four teams fighting for one spot. And as of a couple days ago, it was Cincinnati, Arizona, Miami, and San Francisco, all virtually tied as far as wins and losses go. Uh, it's now kind of broken up a little bit where Cincinnati has a half game lead uh, with the Cubs and the Phillies being the top two teams above them. But Arizona is a half game out. They're playing the Rockies right now. Miami is a half game out. Their winners of five in a row and just won a game over the Dodgers. And then the Giants who have been falling out, who have been in, you know, that wild card spot for pretty much the entire year now at this point, sit at one and a half games out, losers of four in a row, and are likely going to be a losers of fifth with uh, their current score against the Cubs being 10 to six. So I'm looking forward to this wild card stretch down the race. The AO wild card, not as interesting. It's pretty much just down to Toronto or Texas as that last spot right now, it's based off the other teams uh, being hot. But and a wild card, man, you got to love the wild card race. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. I'm going with some college football, possibly the game of the week here with the Colorado Buffaloes coming out strong. Their first game under Deion Sanders, and they beat 17th ranked TCU, 45 to 42. Uh, Everyone knows TCU shouldn't have been ranked that high. They're not going to be very good this season. But still, what a statement win here for the Buffaloes. And, uh, you know, they're not going to be going to the college football playoff, guys. That's It's not happening. It's a great Pac-12 this year, if they go 8-4, and 8-5, and five, they're going to be ecstatic because that's, that's the first step. But still a very impressive game. Shadur Sanders, Deion Sun, some people didn't know this. I don't know how, but uh, 510 yards, that's a Buffalo school record in his debut. So uh, awesome stuff right there. Yeah, Pac-12 has been kind of crazy in the first two weeks of, of college, or I guess week plus week zero in They went undefeated. Football, so, uh yeah, I assume we might talk about them a little bit more in the in halftime or second half, however we we want to arrange this. But uh, let's just go ahead and get right into the full, in-depth NFL season preview. Just a blueprint for you guys, just so you know how we're going. We're going to divisions. We're going to go AFC first, and that goes east, north, south, and then the west. And then we'll hop over to the NFC side and do the exact same thing. We'll quickly run over our playoff seedings. We pretty much will talk about each team and how we think they're going to do in the divisions part of it. And then the playoffs, we'll do the full bracket from there. Uh, and then after that, we'll get into awards. We got the normal ones, and then we got our kind of made-up ones as well, too, I guess. Uh, 
Somewhere in there, we'll also get into halftime or second half, whatever we want to do with the Heisman watch and and a uh, NCAA week two preview of college football. But let's go ahead and get right into the division, Skyler. It's I love doing this so much, man. It's so much fun. Uh, we'll start off with the AFC East, Skyler, the fourth place team, the last place team in the division. What's the record and who's it going to be? Yeah, I got the Patriots at the bottom here, seven and ten. It's still a very competitive conference here, and the AFC, I think, is going to get a lot of these, um, you know, interconference games, AFC, NFC. I, I feel like the lower-tier AFC teams are going to stick around 500 for most of the year. So the Patriots, not a great season, but still 7-10 and 10 here, last place. They're going to be looking for a new quarterback. Yeah, I, I have the Patriots as the last spot in the AFC East as well, but I have them going a bit worse at five and twelve. I look at their offense, uh, even with the addition of Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't really see anything that jumps out of the page as a, a super reliant person within that offense, especially starting with the quarterback of Mac Jones. Defense, we know that's going to be good. That's going to be how they're going to win games as well as special teams. Uh, I have them going three and th- three and three in the division just because of Bill Belichick and his ability to, you know beat teams in his in his division these past few years even with teams not being as good on paper as some of their opponents i had them going five and four at home and oh and eight away so i just realized that right now but uh yeah five and 12 record for the patriots sometimes it's hard to predict uh certain road wins yeah it is uh on a number three number three i got the dolphins here i think we're on a similar page not a bad roster, but much worse than last season. And uh, again, not a lot of people see this coming. The defense is all injured. Javon Holland's great. You know, uh, he's going to go to the Pro Bowl again because he's awesome. Another Bay Area dude. But other than that, defense is lacking. Tua, if he does it, great. You know, I- I'm not a hater of Tua. I just uh, kind of want to see him play a full season before I, I can call him a great quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins in the third spot as well for me, too. Offense. Pretty much the same thing that we saw last year. I don't think we're going to see some crazy jump by Tua either. Uh, defense, obviously they got Jalen Ramsey, but we're not going to be seeing him for the most part of the season. So we're going to be seeing maybe even Eli Apple starting in the second quarter spot for them, which will be a bit interesting. Uh, but besides a few guys on defense, it doesn't chop off the page either. I have them going 7-10, and 10, uh, so slightly below 500. They go 1-5 and five in the division. That's their big kicker. Uh and that pretty much leaves them out of playoffs because if they go three and three in the division, they're got quite a bit of a better record. But uh, yeah. Dolphins come in at number three in the AFC East on to number two. Did Skyler do it? Did he do it? I got the Jets here at at the two spot, uh, 11 and six. They're tied with Buffalo, but I have them going 500 in, in the division. I feel like whenever I do these, I'm like, you know, the, the number doesn't seem right after I'm looking at it when I'm done. But, you know, a couple wins here or there, maybe... In reality, they don't win those road games. I think they're going to win, but that's the deal here. I I, I think they're going to be be decent enough in the division to to get a playoff spot. Yeah, uh, Jets my my two spot in the AFC East as well too. I have them going twelve and five, four and two in the division, so they you know hold their own there. Uh, we'll see if I. That's enough to make it into playoffs, you know, 12 and 5. Oh. Uh, but yeah, this team will make the playoffs in my mind. I think they're they're gonna be just fine in that category. You look at the roster, probably the most different roster that we've seen from any team year to year. Uh this year at least, is especially with the weapons and stuff. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, 
Nicole Hardman, Lazard, Randall Cobb, Jason Brownlee. I know Skyler wants to mention him. Uh, Rucker, he got drafted this year, right? Last year. Uh, but he didn't really play yes. much. No, he didn't. Uh, but a, a lot of turnover. Even Breeze Hall, we only got to see half the season. Garrett Wilson was a rookie last year, so we're going to see him hopefully make that jump. And then Makai Becton back in the mix of things, of yeah. course, with that. Also, that great defense that they've had over these past uh, – been building over these past few years. So Jets go 12 and five. We love the, the Colin Coward three word, you know, how to describe this team. It used to be playoff with Fitzy. Now it's playoffs with a rod. Uh, yes, division winners. Me and Skyler got them both Buffalo bills. Skyler, tell me why you put them up top. Yeah, they're up top because I think they're going to be better in the division. Again, things can change right now. They're five and one in the division on my simulation here. Uh, and that only loss in the division is going to be, Monday Night Football on Monday. Oh. Uh, but then again, they they played Skylar Thompson horribly last year. So who knows, man? Uh, they could definitely fall apart. I just had to give them the benefit of the doubt here with the, uh, you know. They've been doing this a lot longer than the Jets have. Yeah, the uh, the Bills are interesting. Uh, I have them going 13-4 and four and winning the division. And I think it's, it's just something about this team just doesn't it doesn't jump off the paper as, as much as it did these past few years, because it's just pretty much the same team. We're not really seeing too much, you know, improvement in any spot, but at the end of the day, I mean, they had damn good teams these past few years. Uh, obviously they didn't get it all done. And when it was all said and done in the playoffs, but I think we're probably going to see the same, you know, feeling with the team this year We're we're going to have moments for say, yeah, you know, this team could be a Super Bowl contender, but when, comes down to it they probably don't do it so uh that does the afc east one of eight down on to the second division the afc north skyler who do you have finished in last place here and last i got the cleveland browns here but at nine and eight two and four in the division but you know what iron sharpens iron i feel like once they they hit the nfc side of things on the second half of their schedule they could start to pick it up and hey you know a couple field goal misses here a couple of injuries there and they could have a playoff spot. I just, I'm not willing to go there yet. Yeah. I, I also have the Browns finishing at the fourth spot in the AFC North. So me and Skyler are five for five on the same thing so far, uh, two and four in the division. So they are, are tied for the lowest record in the division in, in my eyes here. Uh, this team isn't anything crazy. You know, I, I Watson, Chubb, Cooper, I think are probably going to be, you know, the big three when it comes to offense, of course, uh, Njoku, their offensive line is decent. The defense obviously has Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, a couple other guys, but besides that, it's nothing too, too crazy. Zadarius Smith was somebody that they added over the off season though. Uh, I see mid, that's pretty much all I see. So uh, nine and eight on to the three spot. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers here at the three spot, 10 and seven. Again, it, it seems a little high for third place in this conference, but, um, or division, excuse me. But based on how this is, is played out, hear me out. Three and three in the division. I, Kenny Pickett looks good, man. You know, Najee Harris and, and the offensive weapons may not be great fantasy guys, but they got the job done in the second half of the season. And uh, I think it's possible they could go on a run here. Yeah, uh, I like this Pittsburgh team, but I also do have them finishing at the third spot in the division at 10 and 7. So, you know, still a good season regardless. I have them going 
four and three versus playoff teams. So they have a good record against good teams. But then again, that, that if it happened like that, that means they have a decent record against, you know, okay teams as well, too. They're not, they're not putting teams in the dirt when they should be. And I think that's kind of what we're going to see with the Steelers team. It's kind of young. I know their defense is going to be good, but the young quarterback and, and some younger guys on the offense uh, around Pickett, we're not going to see him, you know, break out completely into the point where they win 13, 14 games, but we're going to see steady improvement with, of course, uh, a couple games where you maybe take a, a step back or so. Uh, so it's Keller six of six right now on to the two spot in the North. Yeah, that one's going to be Baltimore, 11 and six, also three and three in the division. This is going to come down to uh, Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh's head to heads. I think um, Lamar Jackson, I, I expect him to do big things this year. We'll talk about him later. And because he's due, man, no more excuses. It's time. Yeah, uh, I really like this Ravens team. I, I also have them finishing second in the division. So it seems like me and Skyler are going to go eight for eight in the first two divisions here. There we go. I, I really like what they did with the offense in the offseason. I think obviously, well, just getting your running backs healthy is one thing. So I think, you know, getting J.K. Dobbins back and, and Gus Edwards playing full time would be something that's big. Uh, but adding OBJ, drafting Zay Flowers, getting Nelson Aguilar, guys like that as well with hopefully Rashad Bateman being able to play and Mark Andrews also hopefully able to play. This offense should be a lot better than what we saw in these past few years where Lamar really just had to do everything by himself. Defense, solid group as well, too. Uh, I think we saw this defense last year kind of have spurts where they were really good, but spurts where they were really bad as well, too. I think we're going to see a bit more of that level playing field this year. Uh, they go 11 and six and then get the second spot in the AFC North. So the AFC North division champions, the Cincinnati Bengals, what was the record and how did they do it together? 14 and three, four and two in the division. Uh, I, I expect a, a domination from the Bengals. This is probably the best roster they've had with Joe Burrow and it's their time. Yeah, Bengals go uh, 13 and 4 in my prediction. So one game worse than Skyler. Uh, the team is very deep. And that's something that seems to be evident with the Bengals, where they don't really have a super weak point anymore. I know their offensive line was something that was pretty much harped on for these past two years as far as killing Joe Burrow and stuff like that. But again, some of the guys that they've added over these past few years is like Jonah Williams, uh, Orlando Brown, and some of the guys that they've signed in for agency. I like it. Defense is solid as well, too. It's going to be good enough to get the job done in the division. 13 and four, four and two in the division and uh, seven and three first playoff team. So they get the job done there. Okay. Uh, moving on to the AFC South, probably the least interesting division in football. Who's finishing yeah. last year? Uh, I think we may finally not be the same here. I got Indianapolis at the bottom at three and 14. I feel like it's a much worse situation than Houston and not necessarily because of the players, just because of the coaches and the ownership and the issues going on in Indy these past couple of years. I, they just seem like the kind of team to completely collapse and, and grab the number one pick again. Nine of nine. I have the nice. Colts going one and 16 this year. I think it's going to be a complete fallout with John, Jonathan Taylor and I, don't think we see him play at all this year. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Richardson might have moments, but not too many moments when Alec Pierce and Josh Downs are your wide receivers two and three, and Kylan Granson is your wide or your tight end number one. Defense, 
they have players, you know, DeForest Buckler's good, Shaq Leonard. Hopefully we get to see a full season of him because he's super fun to watch play football. But as a total, this group isn't anything crazy. It's not going to get one you ton of games. And uh, one in six team might be a bit of a stretch. You know, maybe they find their way into two or three more. But uh, this team is not going to be good. And so if they make the playoffs or something like that and prove me wrong, I'll props to them. But I, I don't see them getting it done. Uh, three spot in the AFC South is Zachy Galoff. It took me and Skyler's eyes off the screen there a little bit. He ripped one into the gap. So shout out to the AOT of the month that forgot to mention oh, that. Yeah. But uh, we have to go 10 of 10 here, right? This has got to be the same team. Yeah, this is going to be Houston. Uh, they got two games on Indy here, five and 12, but it's not going to look much prettier. They're going to grab a game at home against Indy and then play spoiler later in the year because they also got a rookie quarterback who's going to make a lot of mistakes, but three and three in the division. I have the Texans going four and 13. So I think they, I wouldn't say, you know, step up, I guess it's technically a step up, but a, a solid year of growth is what we're looking for here with these guys. Uh, CJ Stroud, obviously in the mix playing QB from week one, Damian Pierce would love to see him healthy. They added Devin Singletary, uh, Robert Woods is there now. John Mechie, hopefully get to see him play. They added a couple young wide receivers in Tank Dell and Xavier Hutchinson, who have had some decent moments in preseason. Uh, got a tight end, Dalton Schultz. They added along the offensive line. They obviously got Will Anderson, uh, Denzel Perriman. And then uh, we're going to see Derek Stingley, you know, make take that year two jump. Maybe Jalen Petrie, who's was you know, solid yeah. in, in year one. And Jimmy Ward over there as well, too, to kind of help lead the secondary with D'Amico Ryan's over there as head coach. Now I think four and 13 is a good year for them. Uh, seen some like possible Nick Bosa rumors uh, as a spot there would be, would be interesting, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, four and 13 though, as of, as of right now on to the two spot in the AFC South scattered. We go 11 for 11. Yeah, we are here with Tennessee. At the two spot, eight and nine, three and three in the division. It's not a bad team. I like their coach. Mike Vrabel's great, but they don't have a quarterback. They have three, and neither of them have proven anything yet. So it's going to be a struggle. So I have them missing out by a couple games here on the playoffs. Yeah. I have the Titans going at nine and eight, uh, but six and no in the division, Ooh. which is kind of crazy. So they play well in the division, just not out yeah. good outside of it. I think. This team is very – it. I mean, they could actually make the playoffs if things go right for them. Uh, with Hopkins, Henry, Tannehill's had his moments in the past. We see Traylon Burks make that jump. You know I love Chikazia Mokonkwu. That's my dude. Uh, and then their defense. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry, uh, Amari, Amani Hooker, Kevin Byard. Like, they got dudes on defense that can make plays. It's just seeing if those other guys throughout, Alziz Shair – Arden Key, Danico Watry play as well as they have had in certain moments of their career to see if this team actually can make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. But nine and eight, I think is a decent season for Tennessee. Uh, we'll see how, how much Tannehill plays if they want to get Levis a chance or for some reason, give Malik Willis another chance, but uh, two spot in, in the AFC South, I think nine and eight is a good season for them. On to the number one spot. We go 12 of 12. 
the Jacksonville Jaguars, Skyler, tell me why you put them up top. Yeah, they're eleven and six. They're going to go five and one in the division. It's not going to be very tough for them. It's a very easy schedule. I have them going eight and two against teams with a losing record, based on my predictions. And even though it might be cheap, uh, that's enough to get you a pretty good playoff matchup. So uh, good for them, man. If they yeah. can do this, of course. Jags, I have going eleven and six, winning the division. I think it's going to be the easiest division for them to win out of pretty much any team in the entire league uh trevor lawrence i expect to take that third year jump that we see of quarterbacks that's why i have him and calvin ridley in fantasy this year uh christian kirk was about as good as what his contract was surprisingly last year we'll see if he can stay that way and then on defense they got a decent group it's nothing too crazy uh but they'll be around the middle of the pack i assume so should be enough to win the division. Eleven and six, I think, is right around accurate for that. Six and over is losing teams, so they take advantage of playing against some of those weaker squads. Moving into the AFC West, gather, we'll see if we go perfect in the AFC. Perfect, perfect uh, in the AFC West. Uh, Skelly, who is your fourth spot here? Don't don't tell me you did it. Don't tell me you did it. No, I didn't do it. It's Denver here at the bottom. Six and eleven. Uh, again, I, I don't think Sean Payton's a, a bad coach. I don't think Russell Wilson's a bad player. It's just such a weird combination. Um, in a again, a tough, <laughs> tough division here. You got Kansas City at the top, of course, and and I don't see a whole lot going. I even have them going three and three in their division and finishing at the bottom here. It, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, seven and ten for the Denver Broncos this year. I feel like the Broncos are a publicly split team. I think some people think that they're going to make this big jump with Sean Payton and other people think they're just going to pretty much be the same team as last year, maybe a little bit better. I'm one of those same people that's just, you know, maybe a slight bit better, but nothing too crazy. Uh, one and five in the division. They have not beat Patrick Mahomes and they will not beat Patrick Mahomes this year. So I think it stays like that. Uh, I mean, I, this team doesn't excite me. The good defense offense, Judy and Cortland Sutton are not this crazy group that is a great receiving core or anything like that. that people thought they were going in the last year. Adam Trotman is their apparent starting tight end. According to ESPN, uh, I assume probably Greg Dulcich plays a bit more, but we'll see about that. Uh, defense good. Who cares? Broncos seven and ten. Yeah. Uh, on to the three spot, Skyler. What do you do? I got the Raiders here at the three spot. Uh, sorry, seven and ten. Uh, I again, it's not a bad roster, but I I kind of have a feeling that within the next two years, everyone's going to get fired, and it's probably going to be a lot to do with the secondary. If I had to guess. But Jimmy and Adam should be, you know, putting up highlight plays. Josh Jacobs and possibly his last year, right? He didn't extend or did he? He got the he signed like one year twelve million. So right. we'll see how it goes. That's right. You know, I uh I just hope that uh that they're excited to watch for you. That's what I hope. Yeah. Uh, I got the Raiders at at the three spot as well, too. I have them going nine and eight, so a little bit better than what Skyler had. Three and three in the division. The offense should be good. Uh, I think when you look at the weapons that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to utilize, 
they should be able to put up a solid high 20 points per game uh, when it when it comes down to it. The O-line is okay. The defense is obviously the thing that is going to kick you. Uh, Crosby is going to be amazing. Everybody else is going to be mid. Uh, that's kind of what we've gotten to at this point. Hopefully, maybe Marcus Peters has a, another late year, late career resurgence. Nate Hobbs plays better. The linebacking core comes out of nowhere. And Trayvon Merrick doesn't look like a bust, but... I'm not banking on all those things that happen, especially when you have Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes in your division. So Raiders go nine and eight and get the three spot in the division. Skyler, we're going to go 16 for 16, aren't we? Yeah, we are here. Uh, I got the Chargers at the two spot. Surprisingly, though, they're going to miss the playoffs. Only nine and eight, three and three in the division. They uh, lose to the Raiders. And um, very... Very tough if you're if you're the Chargers in this situation because you feel like with a quarterback as great as Justin Herbert, this should be something they've already already done. We want a playoff game, but I don't have it happening. Um, maybe the North won't be as good as I think, and there'll be an easy six or seven seed at nine or ten wins. But we just got to wait and see because Kellen Moore is uh, is going to be calling the plays. It's going to be completely different from what we've seen from Justin Herbert. Yeah, uh, Chargers ten and seven uh, for me. They have the exact same offense as last year. Uh, they added Quinton Johnson, but we'll see how much him and Palmer split because I really like I do like Palmer quite a bit, and he's obviously also not getting snaps over Allen or, or Williams. Maybe they go four wide receiver set. Who knows? Uh, defense honestly pretty much the same thing that we saw last year. Eric Kendricks is in there now instead of. Uh, Oh my gosh, who's the guy that they lost? Played for New England a long time. Uh, I'm blanking on it, but uh, who cares? Uh, Eric Hendricks is in there now, though. Uh, this team, yeah, they're going to win some games. They're going to lose some games that you're just kind of like, oh, uh, they're the same old Chargers where they could be good, could be bad, but they're going to end up just being in the middle. So 10 and 7, uh, number two spot. And that leaves us, of course. But the Kansas City Chiefs, me and Skyler have the exact same AFC. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. Hopefully we're different in in the NFC, though. I have a feeling we might be. Anything you want to talk about with Kansas City, though? Uh, 15 and 2, man. Uh, They're pretty good. You hate to see the injuries start rolling in, and Chris Jones is a big factor. But uh, as of today, I don't really care yet. Yeah, uh, they have Patrick Mahomes, and yeah. that's that's all they're really going to need. You look at their roster around him and say maybe if you put in like a Burrow instead of Patrick Mahomes there, this team probably goes, even with Burrow, probably like 9-8, 10-7. I have them going this year 14-3, and 5-1 uh, in the division. I'm not going to tell you who that loss is to. Uh so we'll just let that figure out at some point. But uh, six and overs losing teams, eight and three versus winning teams. They do just fine against whoever. Kansas City is the number one spot in the AFC West. Moving Very on good. to the NFC side. With the East, we'll start it off with who is your number four team in the NFC East? Skyler, did we go 17 for 17? I have Washington here. At the bottom, I love Sam Howell, but it's going to be a 5-12-ish season. Um, 
a lot of their guys are hurt and uh, we haven't even started playing games yet. So that's, that's an issue. Five and 12 for the Washington commanders. Wow. They are just so boring. Uh, I'd love to see Chase Young play all the games. I'd love to see Terry McLaurin play all the games, but we probably won't see that. Uh, Sam Howell is going to get a chance to turn into something if he wants to be. Uh, we'll see if that happens or not. But as of right now, I'm not banking on it. Uh, take us to the three spot. Who do you got here? Yeah, I got the Giants here at nine and eight. They sneak into the playoffs uh, two and four in the division. They've struggled really badly against those those top teams, uh, Eagles and Cowboys. But uh, man, uh, I think it's possible that they're worse this year while some of their most important players like Saquon and Danny Dimes st- are still improving, which is is a weird thing to think about. But they they play in a stacked stacked division here, man. I don't know what to say. Uh, good luck to Danny Dimes, but we're going to smack you when the time comes. What was your record prediction for them? Nine and eight. Seven seed. I have Giants in the three spot as well. I have them going quite a bit worse, though. Six and 11. I oh. think this is going to be one of those teams that has a really, really bad year, even with the addition of Darren Waller and some other guys along their offense, like Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt. I don't like this team. Uh, I think last year they won a lot of games that were really close. Usually when we see teams win a lot of close games, we're going to see regression in that next year. Uh, and I think we're going to see it this year with the Giants. Uh, I have them going one and seven versus winning teams, two and seven versus playoff teams. Uh, so maybe that leaked some one of my division winners. I don't know. But uh, I wasn't counting. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, the Giants, though. Six and 11, three spot on to the two spot. And if assuming Skyler's not an idiot, I think we're going to be 20 for 20. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the Cowboys are in the two spot, not Philadelphia. Don't worry. 12 and five. They are going to destroy the regular season, uh, I think. And then just, you know, get knocked out in the first round again, like always. But hey, we'll get there. We got playoff predictions coming up soon. But hey, man, a 12 and five season. It's time for Dak to, I guess, you know, like we talked about with Lamar. We know you're good, but can you get to that second stage of greatness? 12 and five. Wow. Uh, I have them going eight and nine uh, and being the number two spot in the NFC East. So despite our, you know, record differences, we still have the same division. They got Trey Lance, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, out of Brandon Cooks, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. We're going to have to see somebody take the tight end job, whether it's Jake Ferguson, Luke Shoemaker, or Peyton Hendershot. I'm a big Some uh, of the craziest guy. names yeah. at the tight end position in the league. Not, don't forget John Stevens Jr. Uh, out there and, and Hunter Lupke playing the fullback position. Defense, they got Michael Parsons, man. Yeah. Uh, and that's all they really need on defense. And they got some other guys as well, too. So let's not forget them. But uh, 8 and 9, Cowboys get the two spot in the NFC East. On to the division winners, the Super Bowl, not reigning champs, the NFC reigning champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. Together. What was your record prediction for them? And how did they get the number one spot? Yeah, 13 and 4 here. 4 and 2 in the division. They're going to beat up on those bottom teams. I don't have them losing to them in the regular season, which is surprising. But the Cowboys are going to knock them down for a game, I think. Anyway, it's not about the Cowboys. Philadelphia, a lot of people returning. I know the defense lost some guys but they're just replaced with younger guys. Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter coming in, some guys on the secondary, and Jalen Hurts uh, 
looks really good, man. He he looks like he could be a superstar. Yeah, uh, I love this Eagles team again this year. I think fourteen and three is what I have for them. A lot of people, I think, at the end of last year after the Super Bowl and kind of this like NFL offseason talk, whether it's smoke or not, kind of had this team falling off. I do not see that at all. Their weapons are just as good as what they were last year. Hertz is going to only get better. Uh, their defense is only going to get better because they just replaced their old guys with young guys. And those young guys all played on the same defense in college at Georgia. So this team's going to be just fine. Philadelphia, I have 14-3, and three, number one spot in the NFC East. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll be yeah. just fine. Moving on to the North. Me and Skylar are 20 for 20 so far. I think this is where we change. Okay. Four spot. Skylar, who do you have? Well, at the bottom, I have the Bears at 7 and 10. A little higher than I was expecting, but I have everyone going 3 and 3 in the division. So the Bears, 7 and 10. It's a big year for Justin Fields. I know it doesn't look like much improvement, but I think you take that. They were like by far the worst team in the league last year. Um, yeah, Here we go, they're going to get me some fantasy points, but I don't know about much more than that. So go ahead. 20 for 21. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are the team that I have finished at the four spots. Sitting at 6 and 11. It's going to be a rotation year for, for Green Bay. We're going to see a whole lot of Jordan Love. We're going to see a whole lot of Christian Watson. We're going to see a whole lot of Romeo Dobbs. Defense. We'll see who we see uh, making plays for them and coming up big time. I don't think this is a playoff year for them. 6-11. Uh, a weird off year for the Green Bay Packers. They're still going to get some good wins, though. Three spot. Who do you got? Three spot. I'm going with Green Bay here. Um, eight and nine, which it, it it's not great. I know, again, three and three in the division here, but the defense is great. I don't know if you could trust Jordan Love, but I feel like the defense will keep them in these games, especially in the division. LaFleur has won a lot of games in a short amount of time. Uh, again, I'm not willing to blame him for that yet. So going to sit back and say they, they, they're in the race for longer than expected. Yeah. Uh, even though we switched teams here, uh, the Bears uh, go 7-10 and 10 in my mind. So we had the same record prediction, but we flipped the spots there. Uh, I, this team is, I don't think, I don't know, man. They're just so weirdly exciting, but boring at the same time. I think that's what we see with a lot of Chicago teams where their defense is just like a lot of vets and a couple young guys, but those young guys really aren't too good yet. Mm -hmm. Offense, Justin Fields is going to have some crazy plays. But we're not going to see like some crazy offense that we see that puts up a ton of points. Unless we're uh, Sean Johnson plays. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> seven and ten, three spot. Moving on to the upper half of the AFC North. Skyler, who do you have at the two spot? At the two spot, I'm going with the Vikings here. Nine and eight. Again, three and three in the division. But like you said, some of these teams that win close games fall off a little bit. Usually the next year, and uh, I have a feeling that's going to happen a little bit with the Vikings. They're still going to get into the playoffs, though, in a weaker NFC. Um, so, yeah, Minnesota. What was the record that you had for them? Nine and eight. The two spot uh, in the NFC North, I have the Detroit Lions. I'm not buying 
the hype of this team is going to be like some crazy competitor or anything like that. I have them going eight and nine. So conference rank eight. I'll just give you that right now. Uh, so they just missed the playoffs. This team's decent. Uh, offense outside of Amon Ra, Jameer Gibbs. It's nothing too crazy. Their defense has some, some dogs, but not a ton of them. Uh, we'll see how CGJ plays in his first year in Detroit, or I guess is potentially his only year. Cause I think he's only signed a one year deal, but, uh, I mean, I don't think they're going to win like 12 games or anything like that. So, uh, eight, nine on to the mm-hmm. division winner. Let's go there. Tell me why you put the lions. Yeah, I got the Lions here at top 10 and 7. I feel like this is a team that could be very similar to the Seahawks last year. The young running back opens things up for the veteran quarterback. I guess Jared Goff isn't that old, but, um, you know, he's definitely he's a vet. Definitely older than, than the Rams days. And I think that's going to be just enough to do it if Minnesota slides like I expect them to. They take them down by a game. Yeah, so despite... Me and Scale having them in different spots. I have the Vikings also going nine and eight, but getting the divisional winner spot. So they get in the playoffs, of course. I think this team is obviously going to take a step down from last year, but I don't think it's going to be this ginormous step where they like don't make the playoffs or something like that. I like to pick up Jordan Addison to help replace the, the loss of Thielen. Uh, Alexander Madison isn't Dalvin Cook. But we've seen him have games like Dalvin Cook. Uh, whether he can put that together for a 17-game season is yet to be seen. But I think he'll do decent there. Kirk, pretty much the same thing every single year from him. Uh, the defense, solid. Not a great group. But they have some good players with Harrison Smith and uh, a couple of guys on the D-line as well, too. So. Some young guys, yeah. Vikings win the division. Not a great Crazy year though, uh, it's the net nine and eight, four and two in the division. Moving on to the south, last place finish in the south together. Who do you got? Tampa Bay, four and 13, baby. Uh, again, this division is is very even. I feel like these divisional games are it, it doesn't really matter where they're playing, every game's going to be pretty similar. But Tampa Bay at the bottom, uh, I don't expect them to start off bad at all, but Baker Mayfield is not really built for this anymore. He destroyed his arm on that playoff run with the Browns and uh, they're probably going to go somewhere else somewhere through the season. And Mike Evans is going to want to trade and it's going to start this big ripple effect where everyone gets fired. And uh, that's why they're at the bottom. I have the bucks and last going five and 12, not a great year. They can win with Tom Brady. And then all they did was yeah. pretty much, Sub and Baker Mayfield for Tom Brady. It's not going to be a great year. Five and twelve is where I got him. Last place in the NFC South, Chief. Uh, third place. Let's go. Who do you got? Carolina Panthers, six and eleven, even in the division. It's. I mean, I don't even know where to go with my commentary here. Like, uh, you could go either way. You know, it's uh, Good for them for staying competitive in the division with a rookie quarterback. And also, hey, this thing's wide open. If he's really the number one pick, why don't you go win it all? I just don't think they're ready for that. Uh, I I just think they're more average than ready to go for a push. Yeah. Uh, Panthers are in the number three spot for me. I have them going 6-11. and 11. 
so a lot of you know turnover yeah. this year from from different guys last year. If you look at the QB, running back, wide receivers, and tight end, I'll just go through them. If you told me last year to try to guess the team that these people would all be on, let's just go through it. Bryce Young, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Jonathan Mingo, and Hayden Hurst. (laughs) That's such a random group. Uh, We'll see how it all meshes. Maybe they hit it all off and they got the scheme fit and Madden or something like that. And it's plus five chemistry and, you know, plus five blocking on the offensive line and all stuff works. But we're probably going to see the defensive side of Brian Burns probably get traded at some point in the season. Maybe, you know, that changes everything on the defensive side. I don't think it's going to be a great year. A decent season, six and 11 step up from. Uh, last year, I guess I don't really yeah. remember what the record was, but uh, a step in the right direction, maybe maybe not record-wise, but a decent year with uh, the first year of Bryce Young. So there's that. Uh, second place in the South, Skyler. Who do you got? Please. Yeah, I got me. I got the Saints here. I'm sorry. Um, so the Saints are going to finish seven and ten, one game above Carolina. Just you got to hear me out though, Kyle. Derek Carr, best quarterback by far in this division. But that only takes a little bit away from all the other bullshit that's going on in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara suspended for knocking a dude out at the Pro Bowl. Dennis Allen's not the uh, most popular guy in New Orleans right now. Everybody, well, yeah, hurt. Joe Burrow is. <laughs> that's true. Anyways, you just you just got to hear me out until we get to the top seven and ten for the Saints. Okay, uh, nine and eight for the Falcons. Still kind of shook up by the fact that Skyler didn't take the Saints to, to get the dub in the division. But uh, Falcons are an interesting team. Uh, their roster, Desmond Ritter, Tyler, Taylor Heineke, quarterbacks. We'll see who plays the entire Great year room. there. Uh, running backs, B. John and Tyler Aljair, Cordero Patterson. Good running back group. We know they like to run the ball last year. We'll see if they use Drake London and Kyle Pitts this year at all. They also got Johnny Smith now. Uh, outside of Drake London, the wide receiver wise, Matt Collins and Scott Miller. I assume that's Scotty Miller. Yes. Okay. Uh, O line's okay. Defense has Calais Campbell now. He's, <laughs> I forgot he was over there. Jesse Bates is over there. So they got, uh, you know, a force in the secondary. Jeff Akuda is over there as well, not too after the offseason trade. AJ Terrell. Was really good two years ago. Was pretty mid last year. We'll see what he does this year. Uh, I have the Falcons going nine and eight. Decent season for them. They don't win the division though because of the powerhouse Saints, of course, at the top of the division. Yeah. So at the top of my NFC South here is the eight and nine Falcons. I feel like this is all it's going to take to do it. So that's all they're going to do. I like Arthur Smith. Uh, I think he's a good coach. It's going to stick around for a while. Even if the roster isn't great, they're starting to fill in the pieces. And hey, man, it's only a one game difference. If the Saints sweep them then, and they you know, win the division, then hey, good pick. It's a one game difference for you. Yeah, it's okay. quite a difference for me. Right, Even though me. I have the Falcons finishing better, I got the Saints going 13 and four. They have such an easy quarterback schedule this entire year. And their defense is going to absolutely feast on these dudes, man. They got a solid group on D cam Jordan. 
Colin Sam Saunders over there, the big dude that's been playing nose tackle for the the Chiefs these past few years. Pete Warner, who made a jump last year. Mario Davius. I know you fucking love him. I love him too because he flies yeah. around and makes tackles. Paulson Adivo, you know I love that dude. Oh, Marshawn yeah. Lattimore, Alante Taylor, who was good last year. Tyron Matthew, Marcus May. I know you like Mar- Marcus May. Well, maybe a couple years he's ago. He's also he did. suspended, by the way. No, he's not. A couple games. No. One or two. I don't, I don't think he's suspended, Doug. He crashed his car and a bridge near MetLife. Well, it doesn't show suspended. Oh. It's been showing suspended for all these other guys uh, on ESPN. Huh. It doesn't show it next to his name. Maybe oh, he's, he's serving it in week three and four. Uh, okay. But I don't know. They're, I haven't even talked about their offense yet. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, best QB in the division. Uh, also the best backup QB in the division with Jameis Winston. Jamal Williams is going to be just fine for three weeks while Alvin Kamara has gone. Uh, and in those three weeks, they play the Titans, Panthers, and Packers. So it's not like they got some crazy games that are going to be tough to win. Olave, Michael Thomas, those two dudes. Hopefully Michael Thomas plays, but if they they got those two dudes, that's a great receiving start there. Jawan Johnson, Foster Moreau, Jimmy Graham at the tight end spot. Their offensive line could be really good or it could be really bad. Uh, That's probably the make or break. Cesar Ruiz and Ramchek could make a decent group. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Their offense doesn't have to be anything crazy, though, because I think their defense is going to – It'd be in the upper echelon part of the group. One of the easiest schedules in the entire NFL, though, 13-4. Might be a bit misleading. I'm going 1-3 and three versus playoff teams, so there is okay. that. Uh, but 10-1 okay. and one versus those losing record teams. Right. Last division in the NFC, starting off with the fourth-place team. Together. Tell me why you put the Cardinals there. Yeah, I do have the Cardinals there, but I don't have them as my worst team in the NFL. Four and 13, a game better than the Colts. I, you know, really didn't expect Kyler Murray or anybody who was injured to try to come back at all. But everyone's been saying, no, we really want him to come back midseason. So, you know, if if that's what they're saying, then I have to give them a couple more wins, man. Four and 13. They're still going to be bad, though. I mean, it's Josh Dobbs for half the season. How many wins is he going to get? Zero. <laughs> uh, this team's tanking. Uh, they might say they want Kyler Murray back, but there's going to be some awkward setback in week 12 that keeps him out for the rest of the year. Uh, before I get into the record, James Conner is going to be traded. Zach Ertz is going to be traded. Buda Baker is going to be traded. Good point. Zayvon Collins, not as good as he, was, he once was at Tulsa. Scatter. Uh, yeah. 0-17. They're not winning a game this year, and I think it's going to be on purpose. Maybe, you know, they get somebody fired or something because of doing that, but they're tanking so hard that maybe they trade Kyler in the offseason, but Caleb Williams is Oh, you 100% have to go Caleb Williams over Kyler. Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably going to come as long as well, too, uh, depending on how bad the Texans are because they have their pick, too. Cardinals are going to be awful. Free wins. We're going to see some devious tanking from them this year. On to the three spot in the NFC West. All right. Uh, I got the Rams at the three spot here. Should be a, a pretty easy pick here. Three and three in the division, though, even though they went five and 12. It's because, you know, it seems like Stafford and Cup and Donald, of course, they have a, a very top heavy roster. And if those guys play, 
And when they do play, they usually play very well. The problem is those guys are all injured. Some of them are going to try to do it. But uh, again, I drafted Cooper Cup the other day because he fell in the second round in my fantasy draft. I'm trying to trade him right now. I'm about to get Devontae and Brees Hall. So that'd be nice. Trades, gather. League office doesn't like that. Okay, I'll Uh, cut it out. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number three spot, I got the Rams as well, too. This team is old. They got a lot of picks. So there's not a lot of motivation anywhere. I... I have them going three and three in the division as well, too. I think they get swept by San Francisco. Sweep Arizona, of course, if they've win zero games yeah. and they split with Seattle. I want to say I did the same thing. <laughs> uh, they still have Aaron Donald. They still have Cooper Cup. So that's something to point out. But I don't think it's going to, you know, turn into something crazy. Six and 11. That's what I got for them. Three and five at home, three and six away. So a pretty even split there. Uh, let's get into the two spot though, because the Rams are so boring. I don't want to talk about them. Uh, who'd you go with here, Skyler? There's yeah. a question. It is a question for real, though. But I, I feel like when we get to the the last couple weeks of the season, the Niners will have separated themselves here. So I got Seattle here missing the playoffs, eight and nine. Again, they're just going to be a little less lucky this year. I'm not saying they're a worse team, but unfortunately, they're going to slip out of the playoff race. I think. I think the Giants uh, are just going to have a little, little better, better out of conference schedule, if you will. I know it's not college football talk, but uh, similar idea. The number two spot in the NFC West, the twelve and five Seattle Seahawks. Nice. I think this team's going to be good. I think, uh, I, I, of course, twelve and five, they're going to be good. Gino, if we see the same thing from him last year as we saw. If we see the same thing this year as we saw last year, this team is going to be good. Kenneth Walker, same thing. And we're likely going to see him progress a little bit. Zach Charbonnet maybe get some carries in there. DK, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith, and Jigba. What a what a trio. And uh, their defense, one of the best uh, secondaries in the entire league. Devon Witherspoon and now... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I slowed down there because I looked on, on their depth chart yeah. and it said Reek Woolen. It doesn't say Tyreek Woolen. So really? he's going by, by Reek now. But okay. uh, he's a stud. Witherspoon's going to be a stud. They got Michael Jackson as well, too. Don't forget about him. And Kobe Bryant. Uh, and then safeties, I know. They got the Blitz Boy, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs, Julian Love. Good group there. Bobby Wagner is back. Uchenna Nwosu is a stud. He's going to be there as well, too. I like this team, man. Uh, Seahawks, five, tw- not 5 and 12. 12 and 5. Second spot in the NFC West. We're starting to jumble over our words a little bit. Or I am. Oh, yeah. Least. Well, I was I was earlier. Don't worry about it. We're an hour in and we still got a ways to go. But uh, number one spot in the NFC West. The last team that we're going to talk about here. The San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I got the Niners at 10 and 7 here. 4 and 2 in the division. But I don't feel like it's the same kind of team. I feel like... Some of the guys they brought in who were cheaper, Brock Purdy, better scheme fit, but probably not a better player. I, I feel like either way, it's going to result in about the same amount of wins here. So they're going to go 10 and 7. Um, Brock Purdy's not going to be perfect. Don't expect him to. All the Niner fans telling me, you know, he's fucking the next Tom Brady. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, just just let him check down. Right? It, it's, it's going to be good enough to win in this division. Yeah. Uh, Niners, I have as the number one spot. 
in the NFC West, of course. They're they're a super deep team. Whether Nick Bosa plays or not shouldn't affect them in the division. Uh, I, I don't expect him to be out the entire year based off of contract stuff, but maybe to start the year, maybe first couple of games. I think at week one, we pretty much know he's not playing, but we'll see how yeah. far it goes beyond that. Uh, 13 and four, good record, of course. Let's go ahead and get into our playoff teams or playoff seeding. We'll go quickly through it. Give me your one through seven in the AFC first, gather. Yes. AFC, we got Kansas City, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Buffalo. The wild cards are going to be the Jets, the Ravens, and the Steelers. In the AFC for me, uh, Chiefs get the number one spot, followed by the Bengals and then the Bills. The Jags keep that fourth uh, divisional spot. Five spot is going to be the Jets at 12 and five. Six spot, the Ravens at 11 and six. And then the seven spot is going to be the Steelers over the Chargers, who had the same record at 10 and seven. Uh, and that takes us into the NFC together. Who are your seven to make it in in the NFC? Yeah, division winners are going to be Philadelphia, Detroit, San Francisco, and then Atlanta. The wildcard teams, Dallas. Minnesota, New York Giants. All right. Uh, for me, Eagles, one spot. Niners, two. Saints, three. Vikings get the four spot despite being nine and eight. 12 and five. Seahawks get the five spot. Falcons get the six at nine and eight. And then the Cowboys get the last wild card spot at eight and nine despite having the same record as the eight and nine Detroit Lions. Let's get to the playoffs so we love going through this oh yeah all right we'll, we'll do the afc side first so the buy teams for you i think you also have the chiefs and the Bengals, correct mm-hmm. we should actually have mostly the same stuff here so three versus six we'll start off there i have the bills versus the ravens who do you have three six i have jacksonville hosting the ravens gotcha who do you got I got Jacksonville at home. I think they're going to do it this year. Uh, Baltimore on the road is, is tough, especially in, in January. You want to be be hosting that game, and they're just not as good as the Bengals. And I misspoke. Bengals do not get a bye. I forgot about that. There's only one bye yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, Bills versus Ravens for me. I have the Ravens taking down the Bills in Buffalo. Big win for Lamar wow. Jackson and the boys. On to that 2-7 and seven game. Skyler, who are the teams you got here and who's coming out with it? The Bengals are going to be hosting their divisional foes, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Bengals are going to win this one in a very close game, probably down to a field goal. Yeah, I got the same matchup in the 2-7 and seven spot, and I have the same results as far as the winner goes with the Bengals. Probably going to be a close game. I just haven't really thought about it too much. This team or this division in general hosts a lot of close games and a lot of fiery matchups. Should be a fun one to watch if we do end up getting this. Uh, and the last spot, I know the Jets are going to be in this game. Who they play, I forget. They're in Buffalo. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and guess what? Uh, they're winning in Buffalo. If we won in Buffalo last year with Zach Wilson, easily, I mean, I, how can I not predict my team to win this game? Okay. I got the Jets and the Jags. 
Jets win. Uh, I think the Jags put up a good fight. I, they're kind of my team this year that I continue to believe in. Uh, but that sets up the, the Jets going to the AFC divisional round for the first time in a long time. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs. And who is your low or I guess highest? I always get these mixed up. Who's the, the one with the highest number playing the Chiefs? The Jets will be going to Arrowhead for the second time this season. And don't, after the experience that they don't had, no, no, it. Kansas City's winning. <laughs> okay, you know, okay. maybe next season will be our time since we'd have so much experience playing. Hey, okay, I know you're you're saying it like it's crazy, but you know, you play them after you play them a couple times, you start getting a little more confident, right? Oh, no, they okay. kill us every fucking year. All right, well, never mind then. We'll probably get killed by the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, I have Chiefs Ravens, and I have the Chiefs coming out on top. So there's that. Other game, who do you got here? Uh, the Bengals are hosting Jacksonville, and they're going to beat the brakes off of them. I have the Bengals hosting the Jets. Oh. Interesting matchup there. Uh, Bengals come out on top, though. And, and Cincy, I have the Bengals as my The thing PC, is, so. I am way more confident going into Cincy. We're historically destroy them in Ohio. I know that it's not all about uh, what's yeah, happened in the past. Boomer Esiason and Andy Dalton, dog. Of Marvin Carson Lewis. Palmer. We yeah. beat him two years in a row. Playoffs. Uh, uh, but yeah, me and Skyler, I believe, have the same thing, right? Chiefs Bengals for the yeah. Yeah. AFC Championship game. Who's going to Super Bowl? It's, it's a rematch for, I think, it's a repeat, right? Same. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a repeat, and we're going to get the same result in this one, too, because... I don't know if you guys watch quarterback. And again, I know no one else can hear me except for you. But if you watch quarterback, the Netflix show, you can see that he hates Cincinnati. He knows he's talking about how that's an actual rivalry now. And I don't think he's going to let let them lose to Cincinnati very often. No, Joe Shiesty has something to say about it, though, oh, Skyler. He's got something. But I got the Chiefs coming out on top going to the Super Bowl. For yet another year. But the Bengals, out of any team that's had the Chiefs number, they've had their number a little bit. You know, won, won that game a couple years ago and uh, are in it again here as well, too. So let's move to the NFC side. We both have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. My first game, I have the four-seeded Vikings hosting the five-seeded Seahawks. Vikings went nine and eight that year or this year. Seahawks go twelve and five, and I have them getting that win in the wild card round and moving on to the next seed or next round. Together, who do you got for the four and five spot? For the four five game on the NFC side, the Falcons are hosting the Cowboys. I actually lied earlier. The Cowboys are not going to be first round exits. They're going to beat Atlanta in the dome. Uh they're very familiar with that kind of atmosphere. I, I, you know, for once, they're not going to get a shitty draw in the first round. So good for the Cowboys. No. Yeah. On to the two seven for me. I have the Niners hosting the Cowboys. Niners win yeah, at home. They should be fine. Uh, do you, what do you have? Two seven. Two seven. New York Giants going to Detroit, and for the back to back years, they're getting a road playoff win. Wow. I know. Uh, 3-6 for me is Saints-Falcons. So, divisional matchup against two teams that have a pretty big rivalry. Uh, I have the Saints coming down with this one. 
Moving on to that divisional round. Mm-hmm. Skyler, what do you have here? Yeah, for the 3-6 here, I got the Niners over Minnesota. They're at home. They're going to completely shut them down and move on to the next round. Moving on to the divisional round. I have the Eagles hosting the Seahawks in that 1-5 or the 1 versus the highest number. Skyler, what, what do you have here? Yeah, another rematch of that Eagles-Giants game, and the Giants can't get them. Philly wins at home. Philly versus the Seahawks for me. Uh, Philly's got them. I think it'll be a close game. Matchup versus two fun teams. Uh, but Philly gets the job done in, in Philly, uh, which sets up the Niners versus the Saints in the divisional round in Santa Clara. Derek Carr plays bad in cold weather. He plays so bad in cold weather. Skyler, does it get cold? In Santa Clara in January? Or is it just like mild? Hmm? <laughs> is it mild? I think it's pretty fucking mild. Derek Carr goes back to the Bay Area. The city that left, or not left him. I guess he was there in the Bay Area. Uh, the revenge arc is there. If that happens, I'll be at that fucking game wearing my Derek yeah. Carr Saints jersey. Even though I don't have one yet. I'll buy one. I'll get the job done. Uh, and the fucking Saints are moving on to the NFC Championship game against the eagles <laughs> yeah uh hey man if if the saints were in that spot instead of who i have here i'd definitely be rooting for them but i got the cowboys here great regular season going to santa clara once again man like i i don't trust brock Purdy in this situation i got the cowboys winning them in a complete twist the script shifts here and the cowboys are actually relevant Holy shit, dude. Does that set up an Eagles Cowboys NFC championship? Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> All right, Skyler, I'll let you go first here. What do you got? This game is going to be such a crazy shootout, in my opinion, if we get it. I mean, we're going to get it already twice. A shootout this year. inside or outside the stadium? <laughs> <laughs> it's Philly, so you never know. Probably both. But that's the thing Dallas is not going to the Super Bowl, Kyle. We got. A repeat here. Kansas City, Philly. I really tried hard to come up with a different situations that wouldn't give me the same result. But these are the two best teams by far. And they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not. But I'd feel so dumb if I threw like Pittsburgh or Baltimore in there, you know, for the AFC. Looking back, I'd be like, how could I not pick Kansas City? No. All right. Going into my NFC championship game, the Eagles versus the Saints. Skyler, tell me what the temperature is like in, in Philly in, in January, late January. It's About fucking freezing. <laughs> it's freezing. Uh, as much as that weekend before is going to be awesome for me watching Derek Carr win back in the Bay Area. The next weekend is going to suck ass because Eagles are going to absolutely destroy the Saints. Uh, Derek Carr is going to crumble and I'm going to cry as Eagles go to the Super Bowl for back to back years. So, uh. Fun while lasted, I guess. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl rematch, the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Does Patty Mahomes get his third already, or does Jalen Hurts get his first Super Bowl ring? I'm going to say that Kansas City beats him again. You know, right now I literally have the Eagles clicked on. But just after looking at it, it just doesn't look right, man. I have to give it to Mahomes again. I think he's, again, going back to that show, they they really showed his, his training on levels that uh, we usually don't get to see. And 
it seems like he's really in for the long haul. He wants to be better than Tom Brady, and uh, it, it starts right now. Man, uh, this one was tough for me to choose. I think the Eagles are the better team. I think they do pretty much everything better than the Chiefs, except for the quarterback position, and that's the position that matters the most. And Patrick Mahomes is going to come down with this third Super Bowl trophy. The Chiefs are going to have more Super Bowls than the Raiders. It's going to suck because the Chiefs have always been a poverty franchise. And now they are the Patriots of the 2020s. Man, so crazy. Can you imagine if they actually go back to back, though? That'd be that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine. Because we picked it. Predicted. <laughs> we yeah. just predicted it to happen. <laughs> uh, playoff predictions done, though. Yeah. On to the awards. We'll start with uh, we'll start with the biggest one, the MVP. Sure. Skyler, I have sports books up right now. Mahomes mm-hmm. is a favorite at plus six hundred for a lot of stuff. We see Burrow within that plus seven hundred range. Allen right below that. Herbert, Hurts, Lamar Jackson, A. Rod. Who is your MVP, Skyler? What did you do here? I think we're going to get some voter fatigue on Patrick Mahomes. So Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP. Um, it's going to be well-deserved, but it's going to piss off Patrick Mahomes and he's going to go win a, a championship after that. Yeah. Uh, the MVP for me is going to be Jalen Hurts. I think he yeah. gets it this year. He's going to have a shit ton of touchdowns uh, and get the job done in the MVP category. So number one for Jalen Hurts on to offensive player of the year. Jay Jettis, man. Nick Chubb's going to run for a lot of yards, but it's that's how it goes, man. When you clearly know he's the best offensive player in the league right now, that's not a quarterback. He's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson's my guy as well to honorable mention to CMC. Uh, Depoy. I'm giving it to Micah Parsons this year. If I think the Cowboys are going to go that far, then that means he's taken that elite step to superstardom. I guess you would say shout out TJ Watt. Go for that record. Go get uh make was it McAfee donate to his uh charity and Quentin Williams, he's unbelievable. He's gonna have a breakout year for sure. Uh, I'm picking my fucking dude here, Skyler. Uh, Max Crosby. I think I don't blame gonna, you, man. He have a crazy year being the only guy on the team that does something. We we kind of two years ago he had those years where or he had a year where he would do a lot of stuff but it wouldn't show up in the score sheet because he was the only person on the team doing stuff last year we saw the same thing but he turned it into stats uh this year i think we're going to see him do the exact same thing just to a higher extent uh max crosby plus 2000 is usually what we're seeing on, on the sports betting lines right now yeah it's uh, not bad for the for the deep play. Uh, moving on, though, to the offensive rookie of the year. Who do you got here? I got Bryce Young, the number one pick. If it's competitive at all for the Panthers in their division this year, he's going to win it. Uh, Bijan, though, you know he's going to have a great season, too. Bijan is the guy I went with. Uh, I think this one should be, I don't know about a landslide. I know he's the favorite right now, but uh, and kind of call me boring, whatever. He's in a probably rush for 13, 1400 yards. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the defensive rookie of the year. Skyler, who'd you go with here? I'm going to go with Jalen Carter of the Eagles. I originally had um, 
Gonzalez from the Patriots here last year when we did our way too early awards, but the Eagles teammates talking about how no one can stop them in practice is, uh, that's, that's what I like to hear, man. Let's, let's give it to the big guy. Yeah. Uh, my defensive rookie of the year, I went wild card here, Joey Porter Jr. He was a dude that I really, really liked at Penn State, even though uh, his dad was a stealer. And now yeah. Joey Porter Jr. is also a stealer, and I think that's going to work perfectly. He's going to have a big year in Pittsburgh. You know the fan base is going to love him. Defensive rookie of the year in Pittsburgh. Moving on to comeback player of the year. Now, we all know it's going to be DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. We went with somebody who's not named DeMar Hamlin here. Skyler, who do you choose? Yeah, it's got to be Brees Hall, I think. You know, John Mechie's a great choice, too. Uh, awesome story. But Brees Hall was on an absolute tear right before his injury. Six games in a row, 80-plus yards and a touchdown. So I think if he's even close to that, fucking beautiful. Yeah, uh, shout out Brees Hall, but torn ACL is no cancer. Uh, so shout out John Mechie. He's the guy who I have here. Even if he doesn't have a crazy year. This dude's got a great story. Uh, it was a stud at Bama. Hopefully he gets a chance to really, you know, do something with CJ Stroud and, and Houston. We'll see how that goes. But uh, it, we know this is going to be DeMar Hamlin. Uh, next up, coach of the year. Kind of that sleeper team. We kind of coincides with one another. Mm-hmm. Who did you have as your coach of the year, Skyler? Doug Peterson, Jacksonville. He's a good coach. Trevor Lawrence likes him. Very easy schedule. They could win 12 games. Not very hard to do. Coach of the year for me, Pete Carroll. Uh, I have them winning 12 games, so that means that they're going to be yeah. a really damn good team. Uh, it's a young roster, and I think he's going to lead that young roster to great things. We have two awards that we, I wouldn't say came up with, because they're pretty common things to say, but the Breakout and the Bust Award. Who is your breakout? And then I'll let you go right into your bust as well, too. So I only went with quarterbacks. When we do, I'm sure we'll have quarter season, midseason. We could talk about it more. But how I view it is I just wanted to look at, at the at the big guys. So I got Lamar Jackson as my breakout. Yes, he he's won an MVP. MVP. Yes, he's an MVP winner. Yes. But I'm talking about an Acuna, like re-breakout, like we talked about last season in baseball, where he he's up there in MVP conversation again. He's finally healthy. The team finally doesn't suck again. It's his time to shine. You know, it's it's his time to be that sleeper team that goes to the AFC championship game. If you're not a Jets fan, of course, that's what you're thinking. And I feel like this middle tier of quarterbacks slowly fading away. So these guys who were used to be on the top, they're either going to go take it or they're just going to get forgotten. So Lamar needs to re-break out and win an MVP at some point. Breakout for me, yeah. I went with the easy choice, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to turn himself into that, you know, Joe Burrow, Josh, Josh Allen's here quarterback where we just think of this guy and we know he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, so breakout for me, Trevor Lawrence. There's a reason why I picked him in fantasy, and that's why I'm doing it. So Trevor Lawrence is a breakout. Who do you have for the bust? For the bust, I'm going with Kirk Cousins. I expect the regular season to be – fine but it's another another first round exit for minnesota they're going to be looking for a quarterback and um you know we saw again it it always goes back to quarterback man freaking netflix but uh he gets 
really annoyed with himself when he makes mistakes and it goes into the next play and the next play and the next play. And I think it's going to ex- all explode next season. My bust, uh, Daniel Jones, I had him going six and 11, uh, the giants. And I think that's partially because I think Daniel Jones is going to be a turnover machine this year. Uh, the team explodes. He turns over the ball a ton and giants fans are rethinking the contract that was given to him. Yeah. If, you guys are interested in some college football talk. That'll be on Twitter in the next couple of days. We're kind of running out of time, so let's run into our bets. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into our bets there. Uh, obviously, we'll talk more college football in the next yeah. few weeks as well. Uh, last week in the layup category, I had the Mariners over the A's on Wednesday. That did happen. Skyler had Utah minus six and a half versus yeah. Florida. That did happen. This week, I have the Raiders plus three and a half versus the Broncos. We haven't lost to the Broncos since COVID. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I'm sticking with college football. It's been working for me. So number 13, Oregon's going to cover six and a half points at Texas tech. Their old quarterback, Tyler show, not going to get it done against the ducks. Yeah. Uh, last week, bull predictions. I had Otani get shut down with it for the year within two weeks. Uh, we're at that one week mark. He just had his oblique thing. I think we do start to see him get shut down here within these next couple of days. He wasn't at picture day. That's a big thing. Uh, Skeller had Houston back in first at the start of the next episode. That has not happened yet. Uh, nope. I think they are currently actually they are in the first spot right now. So yeah. good, good job, Skyler. That's a green now. We have less than a minute left, so we got to go through quick here. Uh, Cleveland. Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the Battle of Ohio first time of the year uh, in week one. Yes, sir. We got another breakout team in the Pac-12. Washington State gets the upset upset win against number 19 Wisconsin on Saturday. They struggled against Buffalo. They're going to lose to the Cougs here. And that's the episode. Go Jets, baby. Go Pac-12. We'll see y'all next week. You know, it's fun. Last uh, episode in Pleasanton for me. So how about that? Have a, uh, have a nice move, my man. Yeah. Safe move. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, yes, go Raiders? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>